0: All through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. I don't know about y'all, I like the
1: gradual following God and becoming instead of trying to become myself or attain. I like His program a lot because you survive and you win. I'm not ashamed to tell you that. But if you get in a hurry, it can get really jacked up, bad. And he gives the devil avenues to beat your brains out. And, and if, you don't, if you have the blind spot that you don't have to be connected, you feel lonely and you're going, I'm doing everything. The devil just beat him bad. I took my kid. Beat your brains out. Because you've you got to be covered. How many people go to church and aren't covered? Tons of people. The connection, not the man. Not the man, not the woman. The connection is where the coverage is. It's not in the humanity, it's, it's in the divinity side. So, what are we supposed to do? I, w- I want to cover what Christians, really, uh, what Jesus, we, we've, we put a lot of things in there, but these, these are kind of fundamentals. Um, you know, one time our nation really was Christianly influenced, you guys know that. Now it's almost like Paul, you know, going to Mars Hill. <laughs> when you read the book Acts, it's almost like America. The kids, don't, the kids never heard the story of Noah's Ark. There's nothing to build on. When you want to try to win somebody Jesus, you've got to go to Adam and Eve to start. You, you know that, right? You almost got to go to fundamentals because there's nothing there to grab. They don't, the people don't have enough Bible knowledge because Christianity has been put to the side. So much like Paul had hostility in his ministry because he was introducing Christ, it's a lot like that now in the United States in my imagination. Would you say that's a... Try it today and let me know how you do next week and we'll see. Let me know how they treated you. And we'll talk about how it is in the book of Acts. So we're now entering in like to occupied land. See, we're trying to take land back that we lost. You know that's hard to do, Right? You can do it, and I, and I believe you can. But you, just like Israel, they can't do it presumptuously. You've got to do it at God's command because, oh my. When you do it presumptuously, you're still in charge. The thing that got you there was not listening in the first place. So if he says, don't go up and fight, you don't go. You sit there and you wait, and you feel like, you're, well, they're going to overtake me. They're gonna, No, no, no. If you're obeying God, you're still safer obeying God no matter how bad it looks than you are going up presumptuously and taking it in your own hands to, to pick a fight. You never pick a fight that God don't pick with you. David was so worried about it, he says, let me talk to God first to see if we're supposed to go get this. And God said, go, and so he went. You can't go around just picking fights because you want one. Well, I have dominion. No, you have order and protocol so you don't get killed in the, in the war. That the devil don't take your wife, your kids, your dog, your cat, and your money. Because he will. Take them all. And then he'll he'll afflict you with a disease if he can because he'd like to finish you off. The devil is a very cruel taskmaster. So in our particular situation, the the sins of the nation have brought much demonic power into our nation. Okay? Now, I I, I don't like it. And every once in a while, I'll feel overcome. But when I go talk to God, I don't feel that way. So I think we're overcomers. So I'm not preaching to you. We're not going to make it. Don't get that in your brain. Don't, don't, don't even let that thought in there because that would be an alien thought to where I'm, what I'm trying to tell you. The devil has kind of got us trapped. What he's done is sin has brought a curse on our life. God didn't have to do a thing. It's already written when you sin and you don't repent, the curse starts to come after you, right? I mean, that's what it says. Amen. But the problem is, When you reject the antidote, which should be repentance and getting right with God, you don't have to go nowhere. The longer you reject, I I, I see it as a snake bite. And when you get bit by a snake, the longer you wait to get the antidote, the more of your flesh dies. We're waiting longer and we're losing more and more of our body. We're not going to get it until we admit it not going to happen we've got to admit that we as a church have had the same sins that the world's got that we got the same problems they got and we got to admit we're wrong and we got to tell God we're sorry in a repentant form not sorry we got caught and it looks like we're going to get blown up or nothing like that that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about it, this is how you got to look at it. Lord if we get blown up tomorrow it doesn't matter we apologize for not being right with you that's where the power comes from, the heart connection. You, if we want to get our nation out, I think we've got to repent with sincerity and the heart. Because if we don't repent, the venom just keeps poisoning new sections. And we think we're going to do it. Now, I do believe we should all be in politics, but I, I think that we have to be right with God before we go. But how do, can you fend off a written curse from Almighty God in the Deuteronomy? Just because you get involved in politics and, you, and a nation has not repented or you haven't repented, how, what position are you going to use to fight with? Your platform has to be one of being right with God for it to work. It has to be you being right with God. You can pick all the political battles you want, but it's God but puts the power and might into your life to win. It's your position that you win from with God, not your intelligence, anointings. Hey, there's a lot of anointed people that are sinning really bad. You can be anointed in sin. I hate to say that, but that's true because God gives you that for a while, for sure. So, public sin is now considered freedom. Christian doctrine is now considered hate speech. Looks to me like we we, we slid we lost some ground, wouldn't you say? The devil. He's in... You know, when I was writing this, I saw... You ever see a cauldron of snakes wrapped around trees and, and slithering and they're interwoven in everything? How do you get them out? God. The serpent has interwoven its way into our society. And there's tons of serpents in all the government. There's serpents in every, the schools. There's snakes in everything. You, you gotta have God's power... To get that out you can't go in there and just start picking them out you got to have something supernatural to start pulling that out you have to be right with God you have to be right with God whatever that means whatever you got to do and I don't know what that means to you you know what that means to you you know whatever you're doing or not doing and, and no offense it's really none of my business unless he tells me so I'm not interested in knowing unless you want to tell me to make it right I don't need to know but I will tell you this, God will not be mocked. You have to be right with God. You can't, it's not something you can play. So he's woven, and it takes God's power to remove them. Now, we're going to talk about our, our, the way we deal with people. I think in today's world, you, your delivery is everything. You, we are in such a uh, battle that your delivery is everything. You can't just tell people, you better get saved, you're sinning. No. You, if you can't get a, have a theological explanation, and I don't mean, I'm not making you a theologian, but you have to be able to explain why somebody needs saved and what they need saved from in a disarming way so that for them to even listen to you. That old you better repent, they don't even know what you're talking about. Nor do they care. They're not interested. Don't just think you're a crazy religious weirdo and they don't want to hear what you have to say. You have to learn to have enough Bible in you and theological understanding to explain salvation and you might only get a couple sentences in at a time before you come back. You actually have to work at it, which means it's going to take your thought life, it's going to take your prayer life, and it's going to take your time. We want the results, but we remember, it's farming. He said, if you don't understand this parable, how then will you understand all parable? Man should cast seed in the ground. You farm people. You farm your situations. It's like farming for your healing. You just keep putting the word in, and you start getting some plants growing in there, and, and a little bit at a time, let's just say I'm dirty from here up, the, the, the growth of my spirit begins to push out what was in there that's defiling me. Because my spiritual man is getting strong enough to push the diseases out. Now, you can have a miraculous healing, yes. but you still got to have something coming out of your spirit to keep it. It's kind of like if you got an anointing for money, you can go broke 10 times, but you'd still be back. Right. Now, you might, now, this is, isn't it interesting how that works, but if you don't learn some other things, you still won't get to keep it because it says strong men retain riches. So even if you get wealth, there's another, there's another level to retain it. I'm talking, but I'm giving you principles. I realize I'm going from topic to topic, but I'm giving you principles, not just methods. Because principles work all the time. I love principles. Because if I can learn that, then I could prosper in wherever I'm, whatever thing I'm working on. Okay. So Mark 16, 15, if you'd pull that up, please. This is what we're supposed to do. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and protest and picket, and hold signs and fight. He said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. See, can you explain the, the number one commandment is preach the gospel. Have you invested enough in yourself that you can articulate what the gospel is to somebody who doesn't know him? If I, We don't have to do it, but if we ran a quiz right now How many of you could, in a short, because you only got short windows, in a short period of time, articulate an anointed, intelligent conversation that would catch somebody's ear and do it in about two minutes or three minutes? That's what you have to ask yourself. Because with all the internet and everything, that's about as long as they can go. Somebody was teasing me one time. They said, you got the attention of a hummingbird. They're right. I go like this. Some days, I just zip bang all over the place. We have a short window to talk to people, and the advertisers keep gearing it. Gearing, do you have a message or a delivery, or something, where you can go into all the world and talk to somebody for two or three minutes and make sense? Besides telling them they're no good, they're sinners, and they're bad people, and they need to repent, because that's out. You can't address the sin. To tell you the truth, I never thought it worked very well. I always thought working it worked better to tell them about Jesus than to tell them about what they're not.
0: Apostle Joe Perozic and Pastor Rena Perozic pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right Broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins, and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life." For more on the Gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at one 304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.